Thanks to those joining me live and to those that will be joining me and Chief Funky on Archive. You're tuning in to Hispanics Causing Panic. I am your host, D-Style Boxing. We're going to go over the weekend recap right away. Upcoming fight on Sunday, Ugas versus Ramos. Martin, uh, Ramirez, that is, is, has an order mandatory. And what's going on with the WBC? I thought that they're going to name guys franchise champion when they want to go for undisputed. So how about we get that Tater Ramirez thing out of the way? Canelo and Golden Boys seem to be having an internal battle with the zone. Man, we're going to definitely... Touch on that one. Ariola Ruiz set for November 2nd, according to Boxing Scene. And Luis Ortiz against Scott Alexander in the undercard. Boxing can't seem to get any momentum. Is it the internal politics? Is it UFC? Is it COVID? Is it a mixture of everything? We definitely need to touch on that. And, of course, Prospect Watch with some Dale Media. This is Hispanics causing panic. We'll be right back after this. We come out chased by how. Round and round we go, wearing a pinche rabbit's foot for luck, just ahead of the fucking hounds. Kill all. Get in Get locked out Como decimos en México, hay que dejarnos de mamadas. No hay que. Los, los cinturones aquí. I invite him into the ring, and like we say in Mexico, we don't fuck around. We don't, we don't, fight, we don't fight for rings and stuff like that. I don't fear anyone. We don't come to play in this sport. I fear no one in this sport. What's your prediction for the fight, then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. What's going on, G Funky? What's the word, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm ready to do this thing, man. ACP 25, baby. Let's do it, you know? 25, bro. 25 and, and, and grow. You know what I mean? And 20, here's to 25 more and another 25 and another 25. And it's on Wednesdays, a little early today. You know, uh, we're, we may change the time, so just stay posted, guys. But even those that expect to show at 10 p.m. Eastern, guess what? You're still going to catch it. It's still going to pop up on archive nonetheless. You know what I mean? So just keep posting with us. Keep posting on D-Style Boxing. Follow me at D-Style Boxing on Twitter. Follow Chief Funky at Chief Funky 84 You can see it down there in the description. Shout out to everyone listening on the Leave It In The Ring Network on all podcast forms. You know, we're definitely proud to be part of the network. Chief Bucky, hey, man, uh, have you changed your mind? Have you had to change your heart when it comes to Ramirez Postal? Have you come around, bro? People saying we're blind, dude. Are you blind? Did you change the score? Did you watch it in slow motion? Slow motion for me? 
Slow motion for me. Did you watch it in slow motion and change your mind? Did you watch it upside down? Okay, black and white. You know, I need to know all the ways you watch this fight and make sure, right? Did you take an eye test for the fight? What's up, G Funky? <laughs> no, I did none of that. And, um, you know, I think if people do that, you know, then they, I don't know, they're just on another level, I guess. <laughs> but for me, um, no, it was, I mean, it's a tough fight, man. You know, it was a tough fight. Uh, Postal did better than I, I anticipated. Um, it wasn't that I thought he was a bum or anything like that. It's just I felt like uh, his style was wrong, was a wrong matchup for Ramirez. But credit to Postal, man, he did his thing. You know, I'm not going to come out here and make excuses. Uh, you know, was it the best Ramirez? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, I anticipated him to come out the way he did against Hooker. Uh, very aggressive. But, um, you know, that wasn't the case. Um, but I still feel like he won the fight. I still feel like he, uh, you know, landed the harder, cleaner shots all through the night. And, um, you know, it's, it's on to bigger and better things, man. We, we want Josh Taylor. Nothing has changed here on my side, man. I know you feel the same way. So ATP ain't running. We ain't running from nothing, man. We want Josh Taylor. Yeah, we're going to definitely talk about that in a little bit. Shout out to Bruce Goes in the chat. Shout out to you, man. I hope you're doing good. Make sure you throw a jab at the like button as you come in. You know the rule. You know what I mean? You press the damn like button. It's free to press the like button. I don't know if you know this, you funky. You know what I mean? You press the like, it, they don't charge you nothing. You know, I don't know. People, I don't know if people know that. You know what I mean? Good thing to know, but check, check it out. Hey, um, I agree with you. I still want that smoke, all right? I want that smoke. Smoke signals, people. You know what I mean? Smoke signals, all right? Um, so that's that. We're going to touch on a little more on Ramirez in a little bit of the way. All right. Every Slandi Lara beat, beat V4 Vendetta, bro. What's up, G Funky? Were you impressed by Lara? What's up? Yo, I think you're on mute, G Funky. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, my mistake. My mistake, man. No, I was thinking I was throwing up the Vader sign, bro. V. V for Vendetta, you know? <laughs> v for Vendetta, dude. What's up with the revolution? There was no revolution. This dude shut it down. Dude, Lawrence shut this whole shit down. All right? Yeah. He killed that noise pretty quickly, um, which is what I anticipated, you know, um, this was a, 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 a an easy a cakewalk for, for Lada. And he did his, you know, he did his typical thing, except, uh, you know, he doesn't move quite as much like he used to. But, you know, he's getting up there in age, um, you know, yeah. so that's kind of, uh, you know, anticipated for for a guy who's uh, boxed for so many years. You know, he's he's I mean, he's still sharp. Don't get me wrong. Still still nice and sharp with the with the left hands and things like that. Right. But um, he's definitely not the same guy, but he didn't need to be that same old lot of for for Vendetti. So, you know, um, hey. really not much to say. I mean, it was pretty much like we anticipated, man. So hopefully he gets somebody, uh, you know, worth watching in the main event in his next fight. Yeah, you, you know, Lara, bro, uh, like, I mean, it reminds me of those soccer moms, like in a gym, like in a boxing gym, you know, and a one and a two. And a one, and a two, and a one, and a one, and a two, and a one. Like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> they stay on their toes and shit. Like that, that's it's like an aerobics class, bro, when you watch this dude. That's all he does, bro. The whole fight. Now he's good at it. You know, I didn't think he was bad at it or anything like that, but this is the way it is with Lara. And then now, I mean, he's not as sharp with that straight like he used to. However, 
yo, I still know a lot of dudes that wish they had that streak, even now. So, but let's talk about another Cuban fighter, Ugas, all right, against Ramos. Are you going to go for an upset? I know you're an upset special type of guy. You know what I mean? So are we going to go with that upset special? Just say yes. We can move on, Chief Punk. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, as as much as I, I, I would like to, because I, I do, believe me, I love to predict upsets. But, you know, I just don't have that feeling. You know, when when, when you got a, a panza like me, you know, you, you, you got to go sometimes with what it tells you. But it's not telling me anything here on this one. So I'm going to go with uh, Ugas. Um, you know, Ramos is a game fighter. Uh, you know, he's he's one of those guys that he never quits. He never, uh, you know, he never gives up. And um, we saw that. And and his, I think it was his last fight where he got a stoppage in the 12th round. I mean, it was a little controversial. Don't get me wrong. Right. But he was able to get the win. And he, you know, it was a fight that it looked like he was losing. So he was still trying his best to to get the W. And he, you know, he came through, knocked the guy down twice in the 12th round. But, you know, I, I mean, I think he'll give Ugas a good fight. But I'm going with Ugas, man. I think he's hungry. You know, he wants to make history. You know, well, I shouldn't say history, but he wants to become the first uh, welterweight champion since uh, Montequilla Napoles did it. Uh, the, the last Cuban-born fighter uh, uh, in the welterweight division to do that. So I think he's hungry. I think he wants a crack at the at the big guys, man. He wants to crack at the guys at the top. And, um, you know, he's, he's got to stay on the winning path in order to do that. So I'm thinking he's yeah. going to take it. Um, I'm going with Ugas. Yeah, shout out to uh, again Bruce Goes No Paw Boxeyano Simon Carnal and a call A Rod eighty three on here as well. Make sure you throw a jab at the like button. As I said, if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, give us those five stars. You know what I mean? Hey, check it out, Chief Funky. All right, check check this out. So that is that. You know what I mean? I mean, that fight's on a Sunday, by the way, guys. It's not on Saturday. It's on a Sunday. All right. So it's not gonna it's not gonna interfere with the ESPN stuff. I got Jamal Herring um winning his fight against a Quendo. Quendo, tough guy, comes forward, you know, uh, puts pressure, has okay power, and nothing crazy. I mean, it's about 50% KO ratio. Decent right hand and nothing out of this world, but it's his only weapon, I think, against Herring, who's long, 5'10". Okay, the Marine, super five. Okay, 5'10", I think he's going to outbox him. I think he's going to outbox a Puerto Rican fighter, and I think uh, he'll move on, maybe fight Frampton, and that's a fight we could definitely look forward to. With that said, con eso, let's let's go ahead and um, (laughs) – <laughs> these bots are on fire. We're going to talk about these bots on uh, HCP Uncensored, by the way, and you guys tune into that after the show, okay? But Ramirez, talk to us about his ordered mandatory G Funky. Right, I know he has an ordered mandatory. You know, talk to us about that. Well, what's going on, man? Are they trying to interfere? Is, is there static? Is there interference with the undisputed? What the hell's going on over here? Oh, man, you know, I don't get it. And uh, this is the problem, man. This is the problem with uh, boxing right now, man. We got a chance to see something that rarely happens. And, of course, one of these sanctioning bodies want to pull some 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 weird stuff and, um, you know, try to block undisputed, man. I don't understand it. Uh, there should be something there, uh, you know, where if, if, if there's a possibility to have um, – 
you know, undisputed go down, then, uh, you know, these, these mandatories or whatever, they just, just take a back seat, you know? Um, and, you know, I think this is the perfect opportunity here, man. We got a chance to guys that, that, you know, they sound like they're, they're, uh, willing to, uh, to get this thing on, they're willing to to get to undisputed, and uh, let's let's uh, let's see it, man. Let's 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 stop the BS, okay? Let's stop the hating. We want to see undisputed. This is what the real fans want. So, um, you know, let's get this thing on, man. Let's stop playing the games here. WBO. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't think it's the WBC. I think it's the WBO that's that's ordering this. So, you know, they need to just go ahead and tell this dude, you know, take a back seat, and um, that's that. Absolutely, man. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I want undisputed. But, I mean, I thought they already had the process, right? Isn't there already a process? Isn't that why Suleiman said, oh, no, that franchise is to go for undisputed? Why haven't they franchised Jose Ramirez? Why not just franchise him and let us get this undisputed fight then? If that's why they're doing it. I keep hearing, you know, all this. It's, it, this gives a guy an opportunity to still be WBC champ and go for the undisputed. What's up, WBC? Uh, look, I don't even like undisputed, but if you're going to be doing it, you got to do it across the board now, right? You can't just pick and choose whoever you like. Like, be consistent with it. I want the same energy across the board. How are you going to make Vasil Lomachenko undisputed? All right. Even have the, the even ha, uh, not undisputed. I'm sorry, franchise. But you're not going to franchise Jose Ramirez. Why isn't Jose Ramirez franchised? If, if we're going to go that route, why isn't No Paul on here saying, "Hey man, you know you got to franchise Jose Ramirez"? What's up? What's going on, G Funky? It sounds like a bunch of hypocrisy, G Funky. What's going on here? Why isn't why not franchise? I mean, let's get this undisputed fight. On the way, why not just do that? Why not? You know, I don't see. I mean, I don't know what the difference is. I don't even know what the criteria is to become a franchise champion. All I know is that the guy's been in there uh, with some champions. Obviously, he's got two straps on. He's he's defended his belt a couple times, and he's took a belt from a guy, and now he's looking to grab another two belts in the division. So, I mean, what's what's the deal here, WBC? Let's. Let's pull the franchise card out so we can get undisputed here, man. Stop, stop with the games. Stop, uh, you know, uh, just picking who, picking and choosing, you know, whoever you want to become uh, franchise. Like this guy is trying to become undisputed, man. And these sanctioning bodies trying to stop it, man. This is this is complete bullshit. I'm not for it. And uh, this is the fucking problem with the sport right now, man. We we have a chance to 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 really know who the best guy is in the division. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some guys there that that either one of these dudes could fight if they become undisputed, you know. But we got to get somebody to be undisputed first, man. And that's what I want to see. So let's stop the games. Stop the games, man. What's with these games? All right. What is this? Peter Piper Pizza, 1999 and shit with the arcade games? Why are we playing all these games? Huh? What is this? It's boxing and not a game console. What's going on over here? What's going on, Reggie? How you doing? What's going on over here? We ain't playing no games over here. We want that smoke. We want Taylor. We want Taylor versus Ramirez. I'll rather it happen and Ramirez lose. 
than it not happen at all. I'm not a fanboy like a lot of you guys out there. I ain't built like that. I want that smoke. I want that fight. I'd rather go for the glory and my guy lose, right, than never even get the fight. Because I'm a boxing fan in the first place because I want that fight, all right? So Josh Taylor fans should be right alongside Jose Ramirez. By the way, I like both guys. I'm, I'm just, you know, got to pump up the fight, g Funky. You know what I'm talking about? You know, but at the end of the day, alongside by side, demanding this damn fight because I want two things. One, I want this fight to happen for undisputed. Okay? I don't give a shit the fight's in England. I don't care the fight's in Mexico. I don't care if it's in Phoenix, Arizona, Las Vegas. They could fight in, you know, inside a dark room. They could fight in Eddie Hearn's backyard. I don't give a shit where this fight's at. Just make the damn fight happen. G-Funky, they can fight in my backyard. They can fight in G-Funky's grass for all I care. I just need these two, two dudes to fight. That's what I want. That's the first thing I want, for sure. The main thing I want. But the cherry on top, what I also want, I need this battle of the band, G-Funky. What's up? I need the pipe band versus the mariachi band. All right? I need the dudes with the bagpipes to go mano y mano with the mariachis, dude. The mariachis, we got all types of weapons. We got trumpets. <laughs> okay, we got all types of shit. Okay, we, we even have singers and shit. We got the whole now. I, I'm, I'm not like that versed with the names. I know Chief Funky probably will know all the names of all the instruments. You know what I mean? We got violins and shit with the mariachis, bro. We're well versed. You know what I mean? These guys keep telling me, oh, Josh Tater, he's more well versed than. Jose Ramirez, nah, dude, the mariachis are more well-versed in the pipe band, bro. But I want that battle, G-Funky. I want that smoke. You know what I mean? Before the fight. <laughs> you know, go at it. You know what I mean? I want to see the mariachis put these dudes to shame. What's up? Are they up for the task? Is the pipe band going to show up for Tater, or are they scared of the smoke? You tell me, G-Funky. What's up? I don't know, man. They might be scared. Uh, I've never seen uh, any bagpipes come out for any fighter except for uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper back at WrestleMania 1. And yeah, that was back in fight. 1984. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, so, uh, you know, you know, the mariachis, they're always there, man, for, for all the Mexicano fighters that come out. So, um, you know, they ain't afraid of no smoke, man. But, hey, that would be cool to see just like Sanchez and Gomez, you know, back 40 years ago. Um that would be a, a great thing to see. I love instruments. I love music. You know, I'm a musician myself. So um, if I could get music and boxing in the same thing, man, and that's that's all good for me, man. But, you know, the mariachi is going to win, man. We got we got this one, man. We got this one in the bag. What's Unintended. up? <laughs> Bagpipes going down, baby. That's the one I'm talking about right there. All right? Well, we need to battle the bands. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I'm going to be repeating that shit. I guarantee you that shit's going to happen fight night. All right? And you remember who brought it up, by the way. It's only a matter of time before some fucking, you know, media person takes the idea and runs with it like they made it up. Okay? I got fucking receipts. All right? Battle the bands. All right? Just like, like G-Funky said, when Salvador Sanchez fought Gomez, the salsa band went at it with the mariachi band. Okay? Promoter Don King came up with that. All right? But at the end of the day, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get it done. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Now, with all that set aside, Jay Funky, are you still rolling with Ramirez? What's up? Of course, man. 
uh, nothing has changed here with me for Ramirez and Taylor. Uh, I still feel like Ramirez is going to beat him. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a good, tough fight, though. You know, I think both guys are, uh, you know, they like to, uh, you know, get in there and exchange shots. I mean, look look at Taylor's face right there. I mean, he's all swole up. So, you know, it's not like he's some defensive wizard or some guy that never gets hit. You know, I mean, you could even see Postal's face was getting marked up uh, pretty early in the fight with uh, Ramirez. So I don't, you know. Nothing has changed for me. I know there's some guys that are, you know, right away abandoning ship. You know, I don't know after this thing, you know, like styles make fights. You know, Josh Taylor, last time I checked, doesn't fight anything like Victor Postal. So um, yeah. I, I still see it as the same, man. I'm still rolling with Ramirez. I think he's going to go in there and um, I think he's going to get the job done, man. Did he look a little flat? I mean, yeah, yeah, he did, you know, um, but I think he'll get up for this one. You know, just like the way he got up for Hooker, you know, he had to go into Hooker's hometown and uh, fight him in his own hometown, and, and and he got the knockout. You know, he came very motivated. I feel he's going to be the same exact way against Josh Taylor. He's going to have to be. You know, this is for Undisputed right here. This, this is something that rarely happens these days. So I'm rolling with Jose Ramirez. Nothing has changed. Uh, any of you guys that, again, want to banish him, fine. Go ahead and go over there with Josh Taylor on, on Josh Taylor's side. But I'm staying, I'm staying right here, man, with Ramirez. Dude, we got dude, dude. There's some dude that jumps ship like a motherfucker, bro. I mean, holy shit, dude. You know what I mean? Oh my god, he got hit. Oh no, I don't think he could be Taylor now. Like, what, what the hell's going on over here? Like, what? Like, if it's not normal to get hit or something, you know? Look, look. A lot of Josh Taylor fans got a little upset with me, T Funk, because I was calling him Quasimodo, right? But look, man. No, what you don't know is that it was a headbutt that caused that. It wasn't a punch. Like, come on, dude. All right? Dude was getting lit up by Prograce. All right? So credit to him. He could take a punch. But in all seriousness, guys, this fight's a war, man. You know what I mean? It, not only is it for undisputed, not only are the stakes high, it's not just that. It's going to be like a fight of the year candidate, if not the fight of the year. This is a fight, man, to make, dude. And it's for 140 pound supremacy. Right? And don't worry, don't don't worry. After that fight, progress to get the smoke with the winner, man. I mean, it's nobody's forgetting about progress. All right. Nobody's forgetting about him. He can get the smoke right after that. If he wants to avenge a loss to Taylor or fight Ramitas for the first time, you know, they can they can make it happen. All right. It's the way I see it. All right. Um, I'm right there with you, man. I felt like, uh, I, I, you know, I predicted Taylor to beat, uh, Prograce, but, um, my scorecard read, uh, seven to five for, for Regis. So, you know, it's, this guy's not unbeatable. Like some of these guys are trying to make it seem like it's just, it's yeah. such a mountain. It's such a high mountain that, uh, uh, Ramirez can't climb it. Like, give me a break guys. You know, you guys are, are stumbling over your words now with making things up to 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 protect Taylor for some reason. And he's starting to do it himself. You know, he's going on Twitter talking about how outstanding uh, Postal looked and how bad Ramirez looked. It's like, well, I mean, what, you, you don't want to fight Ramirez now? Or what, you're trying to fight uh, uh, Postal again? Like, come on, man. Don't be trying to avoid the smoke, all right? We want that shit. Stop running. Well, and not just that, you funky. I mean, here's the reality. So, um... At the end of the day, don't worry about what Andre Ward said. Okay, if you know, you know what's funny about what Ward said. 
because his best shot, in my opinion, is to fight Ramirez on the outside. But but if you want to prove Ward wrong, they could fight on the inside. Like you're an animal. Like you're a beast on the inside. Fight him on the inside then. All right? Since the Ward doesn't know anything, just fight, fight the whole fight with Ramirez on the inside. Give us a fight of the year then. All right? How about that? But, but gee, Funky, uh, really quick, I feel like um, Timothy Bradley wants to say something. You know what I mean? Is it okay if Bradley says something really quick? Hey, why not? All right, let's check it out here. What's that? Freddie knows Ramirez. Ramirez, 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 oh my God. Ramirez, Ramirez is, a, is a pressure fighter. Freddie knows Ramirez. Ramirez, 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 oh my God. Ramirez, Ramirez is a, is a pressure fighter. <laughs> What's going on with Bradley, bro? Is Ramirez that hard? Ramirez that hard to say? Like, what the hell's going on over here? Like, what? <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Or just why not just say Jose? Like, hey, Jose, you know, like what? <laughs> you know what's so funny? What's so funny to me is that you know we were calling the fight. Uh, <laughs> live as it happened and i, I didn't happened. even know that was going on until later that night i started seeing people on twitter post it <laughs> mirrors bro mirrors bro the mirrors my mirrors oh my god mirrors she called him mamitas he called him everything but ramitas but look um shout out to hey, it could happen to anybody you know what i mean it happens but jesus christ what made it worse is that he kind of like didn't just move on you know what I mean? He like he acknowledged that he fucked up. Like, oh god damn it. You know. But hey, um, here's what I'll say, man. I I feel like this is a great fight. The fans, we deserve this fight. You know what I mean? And and I know there's a lot of cynical fans out there. And to be honest with you, I'm cynical like 90% of the time myself, too. But because we're so jaded and shit, like we're so mistreated as boxing fans. And every time something's right there at our grasp. You know, it's like, just give it to us. You know, you know, we want undisputed. You know, you know that this is a fight to make. But I want to ask you something, Chief Funky. How, like, when I did my pre-fight analysis, and I know I said Post has a great jab. We saw it. Like, I said a lot of things. However, it didn't cross my mind that, hey, man, it's just, there were stable mates at the wild card. These guys probably sparred a lot before. They know each like I think Postel knows Ramirez better than we thought he did, you know. So if you wouldn't kind of acknowledge if we would have been kind of aware of that, not that we weren't aware, but we weren't thinking about that in our pre-fight. Well, what are your prediction been any different? Uh you know, I might have not said KO. Um but, you know, I don't know, man. From I mean, I'm just going off of what I saw. You know, I felt like, you know, Postal's got such an active guard. He's just leaving. He, he likes to leave his, his lead hand out there, and then he'll try to fire it hard and then try to maybe throw a right hand after, which, you know, I felt like he didn't do enough anyway. But I felt like Ramirez, because Hooker was kind of doing the same thing, and he's got longer, he's got a longer reach in Postal. So I was right. like, okay, if he's able to, to slip underneath and get around uh, Hooker's guard, you know, I feel like he should be able to do the same here with Postal. Um, that's why yeah. I was predicting, you know, that he, he could stop him because I was I was thinking he's going to be like, like I said, dipping low, getting underneath, shooting straight right hands to the body, or even coming over the top of that 
that active guard with, with right hands, you know, and R- Ramirez likes to throw that overhand right. So that's why, you know, I predicted what I predicted. It was, like I said, it wasn't because I felt like Postal was a bum or anything like that. I just felt like something like that, you know, where him leaving his chin out there, he could get clipped with something big and, and get hurt. And I mean, he did end up getting hurt, but it was with the left, like a half hook, half uppercut sort of, sort right. of deal that Ramirez was throwing that night. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it could have changed my prediction. Um, yeah, I just didn't even think about that, man. So, you know, Absolutely. hey, it is what it is, you know. Um, it was it was a tough, close fight. And I, you know, I don't see anything wrong with guys having these close fights. Like, it's not the end of the world. Let's stop panicking. You know, it's it's still the same deal, man. Ramirez is going to beat Taylor, man. That's what I say. The Texan says, Bud had a good in-and-out game. Uh, every time Postal put too much weight on his front foot, absolutely. No, Paul. Uh, Postal knew he was about to get killed, so he fought to survive. And I'll be honest, man, he was definitely avoiding engagement um, in the last few rounds. The Texan nearly uh, he says he nearly called him a bad word in Spanish. A shout-out to Bruce Coles, Big Dog Willie as well out here, man. Shout-out to you guys. Make sure you throw a jab in my like button. This is, again, a September 2nd edition of Hispanics Causing Panic. Shout-out to everybody in the Leave It in the Ring network. Um, we're going to see where this goes. I, I, I feel like boxing fans, not just Ramirez fans and Tater fans. I'm a boxing fan. Let's pressure for this fight. I want to see this fight, you know. So let, let's make it happen. But let's go ahead and move on. All right, let, let's move on. Hey, uh, Chief Funky. Yo, yo. Ariola versus Ruiz, bro. You know what I mean? November 2nd, according to boxing scene. What are your thoughts on that fight? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's another fight that we've been getting a lot of uh, during this uh, pandemic. You know, I feel like it's going to be a, a pretty easy fight for um, for Ruiz. You know, Ariola is a guy who I think I felt should have been out of there at least two fights ago. You know, I mean, he's don't get me wrong. He's tough. And, um, you know, he's he's definitely earned his 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 position to say, you know, I'm going to quit when I want to quit. But. I feel like he should have quit a couple of fights ago, man, at least for his health. You know, um, this fight would have been a hell of a fight about three, four years ago, you know. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, it looks like they're trying to get Andy back on track with a, you know, a nice soft touch. Uh, but who knows? Ariola might have a, a, a little fight in him for, you know, maybe four or five rounds. But, you know, I don't anticipate it uh, going 12. I, I feel like uh, Andy's going to stop him. And, um, you know, we see some things happening, man. There's some things brewing here on this card. And we're going to touch on that, I think, a little bit later. But um, as of right now, I, I feel like Andy's going to go in there and uh, and get, get Ariola out of there. And um, hopefully we get something uh, something good from him um, after this fight, man. And I, 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 and I think it is going to be a good fight, you know. Ringside says, I'm not crazy about the fight. No, Paul says, I think it's re- it's it's a realistic fight, and we should just accept it. Damn. Like, no, Paul's just like, you know, whatever. <laughs> just accept it. You know what I mean? Like, nah, dude, I'm not going to accept this fight. No, like, look, man, Ariola didn't look good against Kawanaki. He was taking a lot of punishment. Uh, he gave some back to Kawanaki, but let me tell you something, man. This guy, he's going to get hurt by Andrew Ruiz, man. It's not going to be a fight. Yeah, it's not going to be a. It's going to be a massacre. 
It's not even going to be close. Andy Ruiz, at this point, is going to destroy Chris Ariola. He's going to hurt him. He's going to destroy him. You know what I mean? Like it's it's I don't think this fight lasts very long, by the way. And if it does, it's it's gonna be bad for Ariola. He's gonna take a pounding, dude. Ariola's face is gonna be grotesque by the end of this fight. He's gonna, he's gonna slice him up. Too fast, too strong at this point. And at the end of the day, um I feel like this is a gross mismatch. Uh, on the undercard, Luis Ortiz is gonna be fighting Scott Alexander. Why not just do Luis Ortiz against Andy Ruiz? Well, why why is my time being wasted? You know? If they're going to fight on the same night, why not just put those two in the ring? Luis Ortiz versus Andy Ruiz. Just do that fight. Why don't they just give it that fight? What's going on, G-Funky? Yeah, I think it's it's um it's just one of those things where they want to showcase both guys to try to get fans interested, I think. Um you know, I anticipate the same with with uh, with King Kong. I, I think he's going to go in there and, and get rid of this dude. And um, I feel like that's going to be the next fight, man. Uh, Ruiz versus Ortiz, and that is a hell of a fight, man. I mean, I know uh, Ortiz is, is you know he's getting up there in age, but he's definitely hasn't shown the kind of signs like Ariola has in the ring. Um, you know, he's been stopped a couple of times by Deontay Wilder, but who hasn't Deontay Wilder stopped? You know, just Tyson Fury and, and Stavern in the first fight. So, you know, I mean, that's not really saying much. You know, everybody seems to go to sleep against Wilder. So, um, and plus he was doing, I felt like he was doing well in the second fight. You know, he got hit with something big and, and couldn't recover. So I think that it's a it's a good fight, man. And hopefully they get it done quickly. This way, uh, you know, our boy Andy here, you know, we have we know he has problems with, uh, you know, maintaining his weight and, and being in, in, in good shape. You know, there's no weight limit in heavyweight, but still you can't be ballooning up the way that he did against uh, Anthony Joshua. So hopefully they, they book these things and, and he stays his ass in the gym. This way we can see the best Andy Ruiz. We can see the best uh, Luis Ortiz, man. But I'm anticipating the same thing. I think both guys are going to go in there, and get the job done. And we're going to see that fight in the future, man. And I think it's a good fight. Chris uh, Gallardo, uh, Gallardo, I appreciate you being here, man. Uh, appreciate your thoughts as well. I'm going to touch on your other comment a little bit. Uh, but he says, Ruiz should have went against Shar for the WBA regular heavyweight championship. That we can force AJ for a trilogy. Well, look, I mean, obviously, I think that would have been an easy fight for Ruiz. Probably easier than the Areola fight, believe it or not. But because I'm not that impressed with Shar at all. This dude hasn't fought in forever, dude. I can't believe Manuel Shar is still a champion, dude. Manuel Shar has naked pictures, okay, of the WBA president or some shit. He's got something, okay. I know what he's got, but he's got something on that dude, right? <laughs> ain't no, ain't no way this guy can have a belt for that long. I don't care if it's that secondary world title belt, right? That's ridiculous. That this dude hasn't fought in so long, and he's still holding that damn belt. Hey, but Chief Funky, go ahead, go ahead and you know t- touch on that. Well, what do you think? You think uh, Ruiz should have gone that route, or just avoid that altogether? What's your opinion on that? Uh, I kind of feel the same way you do about it. You know, um, kind of the same thing here, except he's just not as old as Ariola. So <clears throat> I would say no. I would just say you know go this route at least i think i think honestly i think the first four rounds could be pretty exciting here with these two 
You know, we know Ariola's got some fight in him. We know he's not going to give up. We know he's not going to quit. You know, he's going to try to, you know, upset, I think. But I just don't think he can do it anymore, man. I just think he's at the point where he's, you know, maybe got four or five rounds of good fighting in him, and that's it. So, now nah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with, you know, I'm going to agree with what you said there, man. I, 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 okay. I want to take this, you know. All right. Emmanuel uh, Char has not fought since 2000, since November of 2017. Mm. That that you can't make this shit up. Like you know, sometimes you can't make it up. Ringside reporter says, "I'd love to go to the buffet with Andy Ruiz, bro." God damn, dude! <laughs> You'll be there for a while too. You better know what to talk. You better have topics to talk about. Yeah, that dude ain't going nowhere. All right, nowhere. Um, but yeah, Man- Manuel Shar, 2017, dude. Hey, Chief, did that sink in yet, Chief Funky? Wow. That's a long time to be inactive. Do you need another three years like the WBA for the sink in? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, another three. That'll, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, man. So any final thoughts on that fight, T-Funk? No, just, you know, like I said, I think it'll be exciting for the first maybe four rounds, and then that'll, that'll, that'll be all she wrote. Ariel will be out of there. Definitely. Uh, the Texan Char and Aquendo had been the only thing being talked about in recent years, says the Texan. All right. What's going on with Canelo, G Funky, Golden Boy versus The Zone? Uh, all right. There's a lot of beef going on, a lot of stuff. Chris Gallardo comes in. He says, Check this out. Golden Boy is getting thrown under the bus here. You mean to tell me Canelo has to fight exclusively with matchroom fighters? And the other hand, matchroom can negotiate with whoever? Okay, I mean, I don't think that's what the zone wants, but but I kind of get where you're coming from, but I don't think that's what the zone wants. Um, no Paul says, watch the WBC make Ruiz and, and Ariola for the uh, Aslan belt, bro, the sticker <laughs> belt. Uh, back to the uh, Canelo thing. What's your take on this so far, G Funky? As it kind of, I know it's going to evolve as the days go on, but how are you feeling about it right now? Oh, man, it's complicated for sure. Um, you know, you guys know I was not a fan of him fighting uh, Anvil Yuldrum, or or I would like to call him Jim the Anvil Nightheart. You know, yeah, yeah. that was just not uh, a fight I was interested in. I trashed it, threw it in the trash, called it dumpster juice, you know, because that's exactly what that is. Um, you know, but there's been talk about a possibly a Billy Joe or a Smith, um, which are good fights, you know, and I've, I've been on record saying that. I feel like the Billy Joe Saunders will be a, a good fight for uh, for Canelo. I mean, those fights, I mean, I mean, like I said, those are good fights. Uh, but this, this Yule Drum guy, I mean, I just – not with it. And I mean, I understand that there's, I mean, I'm not very good with this whole contraction, contractually obligated things. And, you know, I'm just not, I'm not that kind of boxing fan. You know, I don't like to get involved in the business. I know that there's a lot of guys, especially a lot of Canelo fans out there that like to talk about this sort of stuff, but I'm just going to say this, man, as best as I can, you know, I understand Canelo has a guaranteed contract with the zone. So, you know, I mean, guarantee is guaranteed. I mean, he's going to get his money. So, but then they're not happy with who he's fighting. You know, they wanted him to fight Triple G again. 
which, you know, I'm okay with because I feel like those fights were close fights. And I always say if a fight is close, that you should give a guy a rematch. Um, we had a draw the first fight. We had Canelo win the second fight. So, you know, for me, I'm good with that. I, th- I think Canelo beats him pretty easily this time. But, you know, I feel like Triple G, you know, he earned another shot. You know, that's the way I feel about it. Um, don't know if that fight is even worth $35 million, though, with, with what the zone's been saying. So it's a tough situation, man. There's no uh, – oh, at least here in the United States, there's, there's no live gate because, um, you know, we don't have this COVID thing under control here. Although in other countries, like we just saw with Tim Zhu and Jeff Horn, they had about 15,000 fans in a big giant stadium. Looked like a big football or rugby stadium or something like that, you know. Um, so, I mean, I guess, you know, they had people kind of spaced out, you know, so they've got their thing under control. So so here's what I anticipate. If he ends up fighting one of these guys from from the UK, like a Billy Joe or a Smith, um, you know, they could take that fight over to the UK because from what I'm hearing, there could be attendance, uh, fans attending fights in the near future or at least sporting events and things like that. So that could be where they could maybe make up some of the money. I mean, I don't know, you know, but um it's difficult, man, but he's he's definitely got to give – he can't be fighting like like the Anvil Nightheart and expect to, you know, for people to be happy to give him $35 million for that, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, I mean, it's it's Canelo. He's, he's, the, he's the face of boxing, um, whether anybody likes it or not. So, you know, I'm not going to really be upset with him unless he fights – uh, and you. you know, well, check it out, man. Uh, first of all, Nepal says the zone does not consider bully or uh, uh, Billy. I'm sorry, bully Billy or Smith premier fighters, so they want him to fight them uh, for 50% of his pay, right? Uh, Sontail says, What's up to the chat? Uh, you also watch the WBC. Oh, I already read that, but I mean, obviously, I know, like, I know that Nepal is gonna side with Canelo no matter what, you know what I mean. Like there's some Canelo fans that no matter what, you guys just side with with Canelo. So you kind of like I kind of know where you're gonna come from, right? But I'm kind of torn with this a little bit, you know? Because I'm with you. I, I don't want to watch that fucking Anvil urine fight. But the zone is tripping. If if they're really saying ah, oh, but not Callum Smith or Billy Joe, like you know what I mean? Like that's ridiculous at that point. Yeah, those are good I mean, fights, man. Like you're losing me at that point. You're losing me at that point. And what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like you signed Canelo. Those are the guys available. What do you want? You know, like like first, let me just say this. The zone made their bed. Now the zone needs to find a way to sleep in it. All right? So I'm all for saying no to certain fights, but you can't. Like, those are unrealistic expectations, right? Like, oh, no, but, well, I mean, ah, Callum Smith is not a premier fighter, all right? Look, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it, those are good fights. Callum Smith's a good fight. Bill Joe Saunders is a good fight, okay? Pay him his contract. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could pay him. Okay, well, what do you have on contract for those fights? Get the fuck out of here, all right? I'm telling you those are good fights. I understand that the zone came out and they wanted this to be, you know, like, hey, we're not pay-per-view. 
I get it. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're the alternative to pay-per-view, the death of pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Nah, dude, what they didn't realize is that, they, that it's the death of them. That contract was stupid the moment you signed it. You shouldn't eat that $19.99 a month. Get the fuck out of here. You should have charged $5.99 a month like ESPN Plus does, okay, and have pay-per-view fights the way the UFC does. With, you know what I mean? That's what you should have done. You should have still kept Canelo on pay-per-view and charged less per month for the regular zone subscription. That's what you should have done. Your model sucks. It sucks. It's what it is. Vale verga al pinche model. I'm sorry. Let's go over. Well, you're right, Chris. They did pay for Triple G versus Rose. They did pay for that. But you don't want to pay for Canelo versus Cal Smith? Are you out of your fucking mind? Canelo, Billy Joe Saunders, are you out of your mind? You don't want to pay for those fights. Oh, we want premier fights. Well, we can't, you know. Look, man. In the end, all right. This is like this is the contract you sign with a guy. You know what I mean? You, you got to honor it. You got to honor the contract. And if you don't want to honor the zone, just let him go. Then it'll be better for boxing if the zone just lets go of Canelo. I'm telling you that right now. Just have a mutual breakup, okay? Like, hey, uh, it's not working out. We can use the $30 million per fight that we're paying you. We could buy, buy some other fights. And start buying fights, the zone. And don't tell, don't tell the whole fucking world what your budget is. Just buy fights. That's it. Okay? As simple as that. Just give us good fights. And, and, and just let Canelo do his thing. If Canelo wants to fight a nobody, let him try and sell that on pay-per-view. Let him take the loss. If Canelo wants to sell, then he could go on pay-per-view. All right? As simple as that. I think they just need a mutual breakup is what they need. I honestly think it will be best for both parties, believe it or not. Oh, no, Batista. What do you mean? You wanted to let go of Canelo? Yeah, yes, that's what I said. I'll say it again. A mutual breakup. Both, got, both sides need to just go their separate ways. Now, here's the problem. I don't think Golden Boy wants that. Golden Boy is getting paid for cards, all right, because of this Canelo deal. So I don't know if that benefits Golden Boy. But I don't know where they would go. They would have to work with ESPN, with Fox. Golden Boy was going to have some issues with that, but figure it out. It, it, it ain't my problem, right? You know, or just work with the zone. They could buy fights. The zone needs to get in the business. It's just buying fights. Don't sign these fighters to long-term contracts. They're going to take fights that don't people don't want to see because they, they want to maximize their revenue. They're going to practice low risk, high reward. It's what they do. All right, that's what these fighters do nowadays. And you're enabling it. All right? And Rayside Report is right. Eddie Hearn fucked up everything. All right? He came out and we got a bunch of money. We got so much money. Where I remember when Eddie Hearn was bragging about how he can offer um, Garcia, Mikey, that is, more money than he's worth because, hey, he's got money to spend. What the fuck are you doing? Like, I have every dude and his mama wanting millions and millions now, okay? 
It's getting ridiculous. Stop overpaying fights. This is what you do, okay? You tell two fighters, hey, you guys, it looks like you two uh, would be a good fight. We, we got $3 million. You could split it in half. Do you want the fight? Yes or no? That's it. They say, no, you offer to somebody else, right? right. I think that's what those don't you do. They, they need a mutual breakup, bro. Canelo needs to move on. Canelo's a pay-per-view star, bro. Go back to pay-per-view. That's honestly going to get us better fights with Canelo anyway, right? Because, you know, the bigger the threat, the bigger perceived threat, the more it's going to sell the, and all that good stuff. You disagree with anything I said, Chief Funky? No, man. I mean, at the end of the day, the contract says, you know, he's guaranteed money. So, like you said, if if, if he wants to take, a, you know, a fight that's not a big risk, then, then you know, what's, what's stopping them? You know, what's stopping him from doing that? Just like a... You know, if I could go back to uh, the pro wrestling that you and I like to talk about sometimes, just like when a lot of the big names left WWF with the WCW, they had guaranteed contracts. You know, they didn't have to work every night. Um, you know, they took it easy. They took it light because they had guaranteed money. So, I mean, it, it just <laughs> what do you expect? You know, the zone you 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 know, if, if I could quote a movie, uh, Minister Society, when they were getting ready to lock up one of the main characters that the cop was interrogating me, telling them, hey, man, you know, you <laughs> That's exactly what this home right. did. You know, you know, you done fucked up. So you fucked you know, either, up. Either, either pay the man the money that you owe him, or let him pay walk. his money. One or the other. Pay the man his money, bro. Callum Smith is a good fight. Shout out to Retro Boxing Talk. Yeah, we all knew it was coming. We all knew this shit was coming. All right. All right. It, it's it's time, dude. Like, first of all. Don't blame Canelo for all your failures, this own. Okay, and nobody told you to pay Gennady Golovkin all that money to fight Steve Rose, bro. Okay, I don't know who, who was negotiating these contracts, dude. You know, <laughs> they were just throwing money around, bro, like making it rain and shit. All right, were they drunk when they signed this fucking contract? What the fuck were they drinking, bro? That must be some good shit. What the fuck they were smoking? All right, some good shit. Some marijuana from deep Mexico or something. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking signing Gennady Golovkin to all that. Right? That, that was fucking ridiculous. And they're giving Canelo all this money. It's ridiculous. Right? Like, you know, if if you want to make a deal with Canelo, right? And, and the deal is, hey, Canelo, we're going to give you $35 million if it's an opponent we approve. If it's not an opponent we approve, you're free to go independent, go with some another network or whatever. You know what I mean? Then that's one thing, right? Which I think is what they should do. It should just let Canelo like go do a fight with ESPN or something. You know what I mean? It'll probably be better for all parties, bro. Right? They just break up. It's it's time. Pack your shit, right? You go your way because Canelo's gonna make his money on pay per view, right? Like, they actually believe that if they gave him a freebie and then gave him a, a guaranteed of $35 million, right, for 11 fights per fight at average, they actually believed, right, that they were going to get, you know, a killer every fight, a, a premier fighter every fight. What does that even mean, dude, a premier fighter? Like, who's available <laughs> right now this second? To, as a premier fighter, Kovalev, he might have been at 175, but he wasn't premier anymore. You know what I mean? 
The zone is making a very desperate move, Chief Funky. Are they losing money, in your opinion? Are, are they like, you know, is it the Titanic, in your opinion? Should I take out the violin now, G-Funky, yes or no? <laughs> yeah, get out the violins and the cellos and the, and the brandy to keep them nice and warm as that ship slowly sinks into that cold, cold water out there in the Atlantic, you know? Um, hey, you know, I, honestly, I just don't feel sorry for them, man. They... I just don't know. Maybe they didn't understand right. the way that the business works, you know, but I mean, um, you can't expect a guy to be in there with, with killers every time or, or how they said premier names every time, you know, like right. not even guys like Oscar or, or Mayweather did that, you know? So that's just a little, it's doing a little too much. I mean, I get it. Like the, the Yildrum fight, you know, that's, that's a bad fight and nobody wants to see that. But I mean, what's wrong with, with Billy Joe and what's wrong with Smith, man? I don't see anything wrong with those fights. They need to make one of those guys fight Canelo and pay the man, and pay the man his fucking money. Stop playing around. You guaranteed him money, so give him his money. Those are good fights, man. And 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 like I said, I hear that they're starting to let fans start to come to fight. So I mean you could still make a little bit of money off, you know, off of a gate. I mean, obviously it won't be sold out. Man, this know, gate but, thing, you know, like, I need to address this gate thing, bro. This gay thing is fucking – it's a gay thing, okay? Stop. <laughs> Stop with the fucking gay bullshit. This is not 1920, okay, when everything was about the gate. Oh, the first million-dollar gate. There was no TV back then, okay? Just stop, all right? Like outside of like a couple fights, like, like you know, like what is this? It's getting out of hand, this gay thing. It's a fucking gay thing. Stop. It's it's the biggest crock of shit I've heard in years, bro. Right? So what if you can't get fans to the fucking arena? I understand it's a, it's a hit, but it's not fit. I'm hearing like 50%. The gates aren't 50% anymore. Gates have not been 50% of anything in years, you funky. In years, bro. Años. Right? Mm-hmm. What are these people talking about, bro? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you guys got to understand. I mean, it's 50% of the money's gone. No, it's not. Based <laughs> on what, bro? I mean, take the biggest gate ever, right? It was like 70 million with Pacquiao Mayweather, fucking greedy bastards, bro. Gave us a damn sparring match. We got a sparring match. But they made like 300 million in pay per view. That's not half. That, nowhere near does, half. That, does that sound like half to you? <laughs> Not even close, man. Okay, Canelo, uh, you know, Gennady Golovkin, the gate was in half. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like, what's with this half talk? Oh, the half. Half of the money and half of the this. The gate, you got to pay taxes on the gate. It's about 30%, depending on the state, of course, right? You got to pay, uh, you know, all that, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Got to pay the the rental fee for the for the arena, yeah. right? You know, the, the rental fee, all that good stuff. Okay, the, the casinos are open back up in Vegas, bro. Just somebody will pay a fucking site fee. Like, stop the nonsense. All right, it's not. I know it's it's a it's a little hit, but it's not fifty percent. It's not forty percent. All this nonsense I keep hearing. This gate thing. It's a what's you funky? A gay thing. <laughs> it's a gay thing. All right? Stop the like it's getting out of hand, dude. It is a bullshit talking point 
that we're being told, oh, we can't get any fights because there's no gate. Oh, that fight can't happen because there is no gate. We can't do that fight because it, we, there's no gate. Oh, we can't do this fight because there is no gate. Like, it's a bunch of horse shit, bro. All right? Yeah. It's an excuse, dude. It's a fucking excuse. At the end of the day, Canelo, you know, you sign. It says you got to pay him so much. Just pay the dude. And if it's a good, if it's Callum Smith, pay the man. Like, come on. Go ahead, Chief. Yeah. No, I was just saying, I was just bringing that up because not that I was trying to say, you know, trying to defend these guys, especially like a guy like Bob Arum. Every time he's talking about a big fight, oh, the gate, the gate. I'm just saying, like, if they're allowing fans to, to come into these places, right? Um, then there's then what's the excuse? You know, if if Australia is allowing fans to come in because they got the virus under control there, then there's money there. You know, if 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 that's what you want, set the fight up over there. You know, we'll still watch it. Or in the UK, you know, we'll still watch the damn thing. So, you know, they're all out of excuses here, man. You make make these fights happen. These are good fights, man. I feel like the Billy Joe Saunders fight is a good fight for Canelo. I, th- I think he wins, but I think Billy Joe can give him some problems. So, you know, let's let's stop the BS, man. Pay the man his money. Give him fight. Check this out. I knew the zone was going to have problems when I heard they hired John Skipper to run the show. The dude got fired from ESPN because he used to do coke on the job. Okay. <laughs> That's UH Toxic Retro Boxing Talk. It's actually old talk. It's like. Like when Blood Boxing first came on YouTube and Jack Dempsey was fighting, you know, Tony. I was kidding, but like that, that's like the gate is such the, it's like the oldest thing, dude. Like Wilder Fury, right? Hey, it did an impressive, I think, what was it like 15 million on the gate, something like that? I think it was, yeah, something around that, yeah. Which I, I get it, but it wasn't half of the money, though. No, you hell know, no, that's why it did well over 100 million, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about, it's about, and it's a hit, but it's about a 20% hit. Okay, people need to stop acting like, you know, half of the money's gone. That's a bunch of, it's a crock of shit. This gate talk is what you fuckies. <laughs> it's gate talk. All right. At the end of the day, that's what that is. Let's go on, let's go on uh, Israel, Golden Boy. Well, go to Australia. All right. Got 50,000 over there. Okay, go go to Christy Martin in Florida. She she did an event with people. Go go call Christy Martin. Hey, right? she's a small time, but she 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 somehow got it done. You yeah. know, take notes, guys. The zone, take some fucking yeah, notes. You know, there's no fans in your crowd. I don't know how we're gonna do it. Go to fucking Australia. They did. They have fifteen thousand motherfuckers over there. All right. Yep. Like, like do, do, do we they- need to spell it out for you or what? Right, and they did it smart because they put it in a big giant stadium. Like I said, it would look like a, maybe a soccer stadium or something. And they sold fifteen thousand tickets for Tim Zoo versus fucking uh, Jeff Horn. Now these are big names over there, but imagine a name like Canelo going over there. You know, you might be able to fit twenty in a in a, in a stadium that fits like you know sixty or eighty thousand people. You can space them all out. You can still social distance and all that good stuff. You know, let's do this thing, man. As Skinny Kenny says, thank you. Bob Berman's rolling on his gate crap. In, in large televised sporting events, the gate is about one-fourth to one-fifth of the total revenue. Which I'm Look, I'm not like diminishing the fact that, hey, one-fifth of revenue being gone is a hit. But it's not like people are making it seem. Okay? It's not a, like you could still like, – like you could subsidize a little bit of it. You could get some people on there. Okay? Just sell the expensive tickets. Just, just sell those. You know what I mean? 
celebrities will show up, that that's about 70% of the gate right there. Like, stop playing games, right? You, you, can, you can make up for it, man, right? WWE is getting innovative. It's not crying, man. I hear a bunch of crying from these promoters. I don't want to hear crying. I don't want to hear no. I want to hear solutions. That's what I want. WWE has monitors, bro, and they have fans on there watching from home. Right? You could do that. You could tell fans if you want to be there, hey, you give us five bucks, you'll appear on the TV. You'll make some money that way. Right? Yeah. Whatever it is, I'll, I'll pay for it. You don't think I want to be on the monitor right there when Teofimo Lopez knocked out L- Lomachenko? I'll be right there, bro. I'll wear my D style boxing t shirt and everything. I'll pay a hundred bucks to be on that monitor. Right? I'll watch that shit front row, bro. Like, bam, knockout all day. Because it's gate talk. It's what you fucking... It's gay talk. Yeah, stop this nonsense, bro. It's a bunch of bullshit. Eh, but I don't know. How are we going to do it? The, the gay, the gay. Uh, shout out to Ashy Knuckles, uh, Stormy B-Man, to salute 8CP, and chat with that beer with cerveza, bro. Right? Mm. Hey, uh, Fact No Paul, it's different now, sis. Uh, retro, hey, well, what if this pandemic thing gets worse in the winter and and all that shit? What what are they going to do? Just cry about it? Like not stop forever or what? So so we're never going <laughs> to get any fights anymore because it is a pandemic, right? Like like what the fuck? Right. Bro? There was still boxing during the Spanish flu, all right? And back then they didn't have the TV deals they got today. Okay, they figured it out. Figured it out, all right? I'm still paying the same amount of money for Showtime, aren't you, G Funky? Absolutely. Well, we're not paying any less, so why the fuck are you paying any less, The Zone? I'm not paying any less for my Showtime subscription. <laughs> right. Zone subscription. I'm still paying $19.99 for your shit. People still pay $19.99 for your shit. Are you going to lower the price or what? If you pay Canelo less? We're still paying you for your shit, right? And I'm not getting – are you getting a percentage cut? You know, are they lowering your price and there's no gates, you fucking – Nope. Anybody in the chat that the zone lower you know, what they're charging you because there's no gate? Are, are you paying any less for the zone? Are you paying Showtime any less? Are, are you paying any anything less? Or like, is your did your cable bill go down because the fights on ESPN uh, don't have a gate? Did your bill go down, G Funky? <laughs> nope. Still the same. But you know why? Because this gay talk is what? <laughs> it's gay talk. That's right. Stop the nonsense. All right. Also, let me, I don't know who advised these the zone guy. I'm gonna about to school you motherfuckers, okay? I always want to talk about business and all this shit. Sit down, take out a pen and paper and a and a, and a piece of paper. Okay, write this shit down. All right. Here's the problem with the zone. It's an app. Okay? Oh, but you got to get with the times, man. The problem is not that it's an app. It's that it's only an app. Okay? That's the problem. But why is that? Because about 40% of this country lives in rural America. All right? So the app is being sold in the U.S. Right? Gee, fuck you. How good is the internet in rural America? 
<laughs> uh, from what I heard, not too good, you know. Hey, hey, blood boxing, no blood can tell us all about that. You know what I mean? This dude lives in the sticks, bro. Like, you know, he lives in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right? But rural America, dude, those guys got like satellite internet. A lot of them still have dial up with fucking AOL, believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> you can't watch fights, live fights with that. Are you fucking out of your mind? And even though like the speeds are there for like satellite internet, but they watch one fight and they're out of gigs for the month. They watch a movie on Netflix, out of gigs. They play a video game for an hour, out of gigs. All right. And then they, you think they can afford for another hour, like pay 10 bucks, right? For the whole fucking month. That's what it fucking costs. You get an, uh, some extra gigs. They don't got it, bro. Their cell phone service. It does. They don't get 4G over there and shit. So you're alienating 40% of the country right off the bat. Okay. Make sure you write that down on your fucking notes. Okay. Because class is in session. All right. So you write that down, all right? And then the other 60%, only about 30 or 35% have very reliable internet available in their area, right? To be able to watch something like The Zone. Everybody else, that's why you get guys that like, hey, my fight was frozen. And then you get the idiot that always says, I don't know, mine worked fine. I think you got to... It works fine on a PlayStation. It's not that. It's just that not everyone has adequate internet, okay, to play a whole the zone card flawlessly. Not everybody has that. And it's not their fault. Like they could pay the same as you, but the internet just sucks there. The lines are old. You gotta get updated. We got about 60% of the country still gotta update lines and shit. But but the, you want to go exclusively on a fucking app? On a sport that don't you want to reach a hundred percent? Got to make these fights available on TV, man. All right, mm-hmm. then everybody could watch them. All right, I got internet with three hundred megabits per second. I'm lucky, and I still have problems at times. Okay, that's just the reality. Now that's availability. Not everybody has a Fire Stick. Not everybody has a PlayStation and Xbox. Right? My uncle doesn't have all that shit. He needs to call his son to help him put, you know, put the fucking fight on his phone and shit. And then, right. and then we have a generation now watching boxing on their phone, G-Funky. On their phone. If my dad was watching all the fights on his phone, I probably wouldn't have sat down and watched Mal Dictator Chavez with him on the television. I probably would have never been a fan. Everything's, uh, everything is all connected together at the end of the day. You know, that the... Um, you know, generation, you know, influence from father to son is being affected with this, right? Because you have people on their phone watching fights by themselves. Now, now that's okay if, the, you know, if that's you. But wouldn't you rather have it on your TV? You know, less and less people are watching on their television unless they have like a PlayStation X or Fox. But you still got to go buy that shit. And then you have... Boxing's a niche sport right now. If you make it like if people got to log into it, like, you know, change the input on the TV and find the app, download the app, pull out the credit card, pay for it, and then write down somewhere so they don't forget, you know, when it renews. And then and then kind of figure out the app and find the fight, hope it plays. Dude, that's a lot of work. I just went over it. <laughs> what happened? Just go into channel 150. 
And that's it. Yeah. Like you're making it more difficult for people to find the shit. So the problem is not that it's an app. The problem is it's only an app. You got you got to be available in more ways than one. Like when when ESPN puts on a fight outside of the ESPN Plus shit, but when ESPN puts on a fight, okay? The the reality is, right? It's available on an app as well. When when Showtime puts on a fight, you could watch it on it's an option. You could watch it on an app as well, right? We're not ready to go 100% apps. We're not ready for that. And right now the reality is UFC is app only at the moment. Rural America's not watching them either. So that's why we need boxing on TV. All right. Chief Funky, any final thoughts on this zone thing? No, you know, I, I it is it is difficult at times to to get the shit to work. You know, I had to um you know, I had to go into great detail on how to use this damn app when I was going to buy a new TV because <laughs> I've had problems because I have an iPhone, I have the DAZN app, and like it was having trouble streaming onto uh, Samsungs of people you know that I knew. I go to the house like, hey man, you know there's a fight on, can we watch it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I try to connect it, I can't connect it. Or like, oh, there's something wrong with the app or whatever. I don't know, man. Like it's it's strange, man. But I, I wish there was it was more than just an app, like you said. Um, TV is just a lot more convenient, you know. You just turn on the damn TV, grab the remote, put the channel on, boom, the fight's on. You know, don't have to go through all this other this other stuff, man. So it's, it is frustrating at times, believe me, man. And, and not only that, like, like when I was watching the, um, the Dylan white effect card, I was having, and I heard it was just me, but just a lot of people were, um, were complaining about how it was kind of going in. I missed over half the fight, the, the, the Taylor, uh, pursuit fight. So yeah, they got to get their, their thing together, man. Um, but it's I like agree. this though. Like I went to a friend's house, right? And I tell him about the fights. Yeah, yeah, put it on, right? Put it on his TV. Now, he's used to watching Netflix and stuff, right? But Netflix isn't live, mm-hmm. so he doesn't use as much bandwidth, you know? Yeah. So we're watching, and it kept freezing, you know? He's like, ah, I don't know why it's freezing. I never have issues with my internet. I knew why. I asked him. He, he had, like, a plan. It has, like, 50 gigs per second. You know what I mean? And um, he's on a budget. He already pays 50 bucks for his internet. Like, he's paycheck to paycheck. Well, what am I going to do? Ah, oh, bro, to watch the zone. I mean, you, you got to get the top plan, bro. But pay the extra 20 bucks a month. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like nah, not everybody has that ability to. So it, yeah. it's, it's not just that people are like, oh, I only have to pay the 19.99. you know? Like, okay, but you also have to pay for the top's internet speed. If you happen to have that anyway, that, that works for you. But not everybody has that. Not everybody, like, plays video games all day and. You know what I mean? Like, not everyone needs those speeds. The zone makes you have to have those speeds. That's a problem, bro. All right? Yeah. Mexico has boxing national TV on a weekly basis. TV Azteca says Chris. Uh, Retro says uh, Bush now don't have smart TVs for sale. There's no signal all Sumter County. Uh, no Paul says weather hella humid out here. Blood. All right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Look, at the end of the day, it's difficult out there, man. It's hard out there, man. It's hard. Gee, funky. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. uh, you know, there's guys out there that can't watch their boxing because it's on the zone, bro. And, and then you and people don't get it, dude. You know why? Because a lot of people like they just look at their situation like they live in uh, maybe they live in a neighborhood where they have new lines and 
you know, the internet's up to speed, right? So they don't have any issues, right? They're, they're, they're a video game. They, they play, you know, their son or they have an Xbox and they watch it. They have no issues. So they have like this, like this inability to understand that not everyone has all that, you know? Like it, it's someone could live in a better neighborhood than you, but because the lines were built in 2001, their internet isn't as good and they need to update it. Like, you know what I mean? And, and right. not to mention, doing a lot of poor areas, bro, which is, that's a heartbeat of boxing. Like, boom, 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 boom. That's a heartbeat of boxing. A lot of poor areas, bro, like, they take the longest to update those lines. You got horrible Wi-Fi, right? Like, in this city, dude, I know when I'm in a poor side of town because I'm getting no signal on my cell phone and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a heartbeat of boxing. What are you doing? Like, the, these are zone execs. need to talk to these stuff boxing, bro. All right? That's what they need to do. <laughs> I'll lay it go. out for them. I'll lay it out. Like, you're alienating 60% of the country, bro. Right off the bat. And you're making it more difficult. You're not making it easier for people, man. At the end of the day. I appreciate you only wanting to charge twenty nine ninety nine. Tell you what. Just sell me the fight twenty nine ninety nine on pay-per-view. On my TV, I'll buy it. I know not everybody's going to buy it, but I'll rather just order it, know it's going to work, and not worry about it, than hope it doesn't fucking freeze on me. You know what I mean? Because, and I'll tell you why. Because you know this, you funk. Sometimes crazy moments happen, right? In fights, and you want to witness that. Boxing's about witnessing. I want to witness this shit when it happens. I don't want to be. Remember that? Did you ever watch that show Family Matters? Yeah, I did. Uh huh. Do you you remember when Eddie, the son, right? I, no, no, no. Eddie and uh, Carl, they're watching like the Bulls, right? Mm hmm. And then uh, Steve Urkel comes in and he changes the channel, you know? And then they, they go back, right? And uh, and they're like, no, and they, they turn, they switch the channel back, right? And then they the, you could hear the voiceover. The guy's like, "What a play by Michael Jordan!" <laughs> you know, and they're like, "You know, maybe we should." Uh, well, 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 you know what? You saw it. It was just an amazing play. You know, and they just moved on. That's how I feel with the zone sometimes, bro. Right. Shit freezes <laughs> yeah. on you, and then McCaskill has her hand raised. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, McCaskill won. Like, I missed the whole fight, you know? So at the end of the day, and then not only that, a, a lot of people out there with their cell phone plan, right? A lot of you guys, oh, I don't, pay, I don't even pay for Wi-Fi D-style. My cell phone. Look, let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> they throttle that shit after you use so many gigs. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah. They throw the shit down. So then when you're trying to watch a fucking live the zone, you can't really do it. You have to wait for the replay. It's too many problems, bro. Okay. No, I agree, man. I've had a lot of issues with it. And it made like I said, it made me buying made buying a new TV instead of a, a, a good experience like it is for most of us guys into something difficult because I was like, look, man. I watch the zone, you know, I watch ESPN plus cause I'm a big boxing fan. I need to know if these apps work. 
You know, and like the guys wouldn't let me <laughs> do it on the TVs there because I was like, I need to make sure I'll buy the goddamn TV from you right now if it works. You know, but can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if Tyson Douglas was on the zone, bro? Can you imagine <laughs> that shit? You know, uh, like when Douglas is making a comeback and then boom, it just freezes on you and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! What the fuck? I don't know what happened, bro. You know, dudes will be till this day. Will be like, yo, uh. Yeah, I remember that. I, I mean, I remember because I went back to watch it, but I didn't watch it live. I missed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people missing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like fuck that shit. All right? Blood says, nah, we watch it like that. These styles, sorry. It's whatever. Right? But this gate talk is what you fucking. Gate talk. That's right. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. All right. All right. Great work, fellas. I'm subscribing. That's right. That's right. Hey, Chief Funky, what's up with boxing, man? It can't seem to get any momentum. You know what I mean? It's like week after week. And we talk about this, right? We talk about this offline a lot. And it's always almost the same thing. It's like. Man, I think I remember that guy, but man, I'm gonna have to go watch some like film, like to remember him a little bit, you know. Well, when it wasn't really like that before COVID, man, like, I remember week after week, boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah, I remember that guy, boom, boom. Like a bunch of guys we never heard of, you know. We're like, who the hell is that? Who's V for Vendetta? Like, you know, like <laughs> I, I'm just like every week that like there's an opponent, like, and everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. Every week that there's some dude you never heard of on a main event. Right, week after week, like you never heard of this dude, but we got, we got, we have to go. Like, you know, our European subscribers show up, and you don't know who he is. Like, like, well, nah, bro. Like, you know, you know, you who maybe you know, but I don't. So now it's slowly the engine is running again a little bit. You know what I mean? But it's running like the zone. Like, you know what I mean? It's like running slow. It's kind of buffering a little bit. Boxing is, you know, it's that. That's how it's going, but. You know, it's got it's on that the zone speed, you know. But mm-hmm. funky. Um, right now it's like every time boxing announces a big event, it's almost like they're doing it on purpose. But UFC comes out and they counter it with a pay per view of their own, right? And you know they stack their cards, so I think Dana's doing that on purpose, all right? Um, and then boxing does it to itself. Like we got Ramirez versus. Uh, you know, postal, and then like Fox has like a card on Fox, you know, like at the same time. So we have our own issues. We're countering our own programming, right? And, and then you you have this dude, you know, Dana is kind of stealing the thunder. Not that there's a lot to steal from Lara versus V for Vendetta, right? But what's up, man? What, what do you think? our boxing's main issues right now. Why can't we get any momentum? It seems that we can't get like a back-to-back week with like good fights. You know, like what's going on? Yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm glad that, you know, we got boxing back and it's, you know, we've been getting a lot of fights, but they're just, like you said, there's just not a lot of big, exciting fights and, um, you know, too many mismatches in the main event. We just had, in my opinion, what was the biggest fight, since uh the pandemic hit here in the in the u.s which is ramirez postal so um 
you know, I was plenty happy with that. I was plenty excited to to watch that fight. But um, yeah, it's just it's just not enough. You know, it's just we. But you know, I, I feel like you know, in in the end of the year coming up, you know, we're, we're approaching that. Uh, the end of the, the last quarter of the year, we got some big things coming up. You know, we got the Charlos on pay-per-view. We got Lopez versus Loma, which is a great fight. Tank versus uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Uh, Spence versus Garcia. And then we got the the two old guys fighting on pay-per-view and, we, and possibly a Canelo fight, you know, depending on what happens. So I feel like we're going to end the year strong, but um, yeah, it's been hard to gain some momentum. And, and, you know, Dana White has been, you know, he's been taking advantage of that by stacking his cards and putting them on the same night as boxing. Um, you know, PBC, they've been putting on, I mean, boxing is, like I said, hasn't really been like, well, they have guys like, like Lada on there. They put him in there with Vendetti. Who no one's heard of. Right. And the main event is two guys that, you know, pretty much a lot of hardcores have heard, haven't heard of. So, you know, it's been tough, you know, but I've been riding it out. Like I said, I'm a boxing fiend. You know, I need my fix. And I feel like at the end of the year, we're going to get, we're definitely going to get our fix, man. I feel like they're going to come strong, but it has been a struggle, you know, but I've been waiting patiently, man. And we're almost there. Hey, by the way, make sure you guys jam a like button and right, let's get those likes up. It's free to press it. If you're listening on, on, on the cell phone, just press that X on the top right corner of the chat and, and it'll, it'll show it for you. You know, make sure that like button does turn blue. All right. Um, Black C's on here, man. How's it going, man? Jay Dixon, you know, uh, how are you, man? Uh, good to see you, uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, look at this, man. Ask anybody in the woods what the zone is, and they will look at you like you lost something. Uh, they, they would think uh, an AM radio station, they only have AM uh, Bush now. This is crazy, bro. All right, uh, <laughs> shout out to Retro Boxing Talk, man. And for those in the woods, you know, that listen to the podcast form, shout out to you guys. Okay, if you if you have a if you have a cell phone and you have iPhone, you could listen on iTunes. It doesn't use any of your gigs, and you could listen to Hispanic Cosmic Panic on the Leave It in the Ring Network. It's just it's just letting you guys know. Okay, Chris says UFC is weak. I like this guy already, bro. Like and he knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? They <laughs> can touch a little and they go to the ground for four and a half minutes unless they put a timer on that. Gay grappling, never watching that bull. God damn, because that gate talk is what you funky. Gate talk, that's right. All right, anytime somebody brings up the gate, all right, you let them know HCP sent you. You just say, Hey, enough of this gate talk. It's about G A Y T E. Okay, enough, right. Right now, now by the way, I'm, I'm you know it's just the way we are, man. We're just getting around, okay. We mean it like like dumb, you know that way, okay. But anyway, <laughs> uh, with that said, Ramirez versus Bosa was the only fight I wanted to see so far since Jay Dixon. And you know what? Top rank are stupid, dude. Well, why didn't you do that fight on September 15th weekend? Right. It's right. It's right here. Like you know what I mean? Like what's Maybe you know what? Maybe they thought that there was going to be a Canelo cart. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. that happened. But do you think when the zone make that pussy move and foul back and let the UFC like finish their thing and then let Canelo Kovalev go fight? You think that emboldened Dana White? Because I think it did. But what are you talking about? Oh yeah, of course it did. And you know, we we went in, we ripped them a new one for that. I mean, that was just embarrassing, man. To have all those fans there, a sold out MGM Grand, 
waiting. They're all on their phones watching the fight or trying to get updates on the fight. We're over here trying to watch this fight, Canelo Kovalev, and these guys are laying on the fucking couch, you know, waiting for the damn UFC fight to end. That was just embarrassing, man. They better not ever do that again, man, because that was just terrible. Um, they just threw the boxing fans under the bus, which is what's which, which is really pushing that company. So they yep. put, they gotta they gotta get their act together, man. That's that's insane, man. Don't ever do that shit again. Or or G Funk is unsubscribing to that to 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 the zone, man. That's just dumpster juice one on one right there. Like, you guys, um, the you know what? I'm gonna tell you, Joe Lopez, forty ounce on you. What's going on, bro? I, I'm gonna tell you, Chief Funky. I'm gonna keep it real. The MMA fans were laughing at us, and you know what? Like there was nothing I could say. What what, what do I say? You know what I mean? Well, what am I supposed to say? Like, ha, we, we, you know, they fell back with your biggest star. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to say? What do I say to that, G-Funk? Can't what say anything because they, they... The main event or what? Canelo's last is the main event. How about that? All right? But, like, no, Maybe, like, yeah. That's a, way to, that's a way to look at it. <laughs> that, that's, we're going to have to say that, by the way. Okay? We're going to have to say that. Against who? Against who? Since 92, a coup. Hey, that rhymed. You know what I mean? But I don't want to hear this gate talk anymore. All right? I don't want to hear it no more, guys. Enough of the excuses. And jab my like button. Make sure it turns blue. All right? It's free. You could do it for free, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that that that, that supports the channel. Believe me. All right? Now, we're going to bring on uh, Sonteo Media. And I want his thoughts on this before we kind of move on. Andrew Charles on here. Let's salute D-Style Chief Funky. How's it going? And, and stay tuned, guys. Uh, HCP Uncensored on Chief Funky's channel. I'll put the link before we go there. But Sonteo, man, how's it going, bro? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, how are you What's doing, up, man? bro? What's happening, Chief Funky? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good, good. First of all, Sonteo, tell everybody where they can find you, bro. You can find me on YouTube, Sontail Media. You can find me on Instagram, Sontail underscore media. You can find me on Twitter, Sontail underscore media. Uh, my Facebook is up, but I don't really, I, I don't really, you. I don't really update it. Well, uh, make sure you guys, you know, follow Sontail. Uh, look, man, he does interviews with fighters on the spot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, so, so make sure you guys support him, man. A lot of uh, Fighters, he interviews and stuff, and he was out there in the uh, – where was it? Was that Fantasy Springs with the Ortiz fight? Yeah, that was Fantasy Springs. You know what I mean? He was – dude got a hotel and everything, bro. Went over there and interviewed them. You could hear Alex sit back in the background like, <laughs> hey, Ruiz, you know, and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? He's hanging around with the cool kids. But um, – and all serious men, support him. Well, what are your thoughts on Theo and this uh, Canelo DeZone situation? What do you make of it, bro? Yeah, I mean, I paid for the zone uh, year subscription up front last November, right. so I love I got what I got that Kovalev fight and what else? Nothing. Let, got, let me ask you something. Did they, you know, give you a little refund because of COVID or anything like that? No. Nah. Did they give you a little refund because there's no gate? Nope. Okay. Well. So, so what do you think, man? You think they should just pay Canelo, man, for, you know, Callum Smith fight, what they contractually agree to pay him for fights? I think, I think you got to, I think what you're saying is right in line. Uh, mutual split, you know, it didn't work out. You go your way, I go mine. And yeah. then, uh, and then like you said, uh, Canelo's a pay-per-view star. So, so there's no, you know, that's the route that he needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, AJ's on a fight to fight night too. 
You know what I mean? I think they should restructure the contract, do a fight-to-fight basis. Maybe they could work out some fights with Canelo, maybe not all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, maybe there'll be some fights they could agree, 35 million. You know, there'll be an opponent here and there. That's what I think they should do, man, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Shout out to Andrew Charles. We're going to play this prospect watch here. Um, Sonteo. Absolutely. A lot of the Canelo fans are about to (laughs) take off his shit. Watch. Just watch. Okay. (laughs) But it's okay. It's all right, man. All right. Let me play the intro for those that didn't catch it, by the way. And then I'll play the uh, Sonteo's video. We come out chased by how. Round and round we go, wearing a pinche rabbit's foot for luck, just ahead of the fucking hounds. Kill all. Get ida es. Get loca ida home. Como decimos en México, hay que dejarnos de mamadas. No hay que. Los, los cinturones aquí se hacen a un lado. Hay que pelear por honor y por gloria nada más. I invite him into the ring and like we say in Mexico, we don't fuck around. We don't, we don't, fight, we don't fight for rings and stuff like that. I don't fear anyone. En este deporte no se viene a jugar y no le tengo miedo a nadie. We don't come to play in this sport. I fear no one in this sport. What's your prediction for the fight then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Taking an L early in your pro career doesn't mean you can't become a world champion. And just recently, we have uh, Joshua Franco. That's a perfect example of taking a loss. I think it was his 12th or 13th pro fight. And he just recently became a uh, world champion here on the uh, top rank summer series in Las Vegas in the bubble. So I'm going to name four prospects who lost in 2019. It was the first L of their career who I think are still going to be world champions. Carlos Balderas is 9-1. He's from Santa Maria. He is an Olympian from 2016. He's pro- he was promoted by Richard Schaefer's Ringstar Sports, who's connected to uh, the PBC brand. And he lost to a rugged opponent in Ontario uh, there on the uh, on the fac- on Fox. Uh, I think he's going to bounce back. Uh, he took, I'm listing his first, all these fighters took the L in different ways. But uh, Carlos got knocked down several times, and uh, Ray Corona, the ref, stopped it the second time. But this kid has a lot of heart, and he wanted to continue, but his body just wasn't there. So uh, Carlos Balderas, or Balderas, 9-1 from Santa Maria. Uh, he has made a training adjustment. His, uh, he's training with Buddy McGirt in Los Angeles. So uh, Carlos Balderas is the first one. Then I have Ruben Rodriguez. Uh, who took the first L in 2019 uh, versus Abraham Martinez. Abraham Martinez is a real strong fighter who just fought um, this Saturday on the Iris Landi Lada card. And uh, he got he knocked down his opponent early, and then he got knocked down with like 10 seconds to go. Um, so the fight ended up in a draw. 
so that's who he lost his who that's who he lost to Abraham Martinez. But Ruben Rodriguez, he's a junior welterweight. Uh, he's nine in one. He's from Indio. He comes uh, from a family of three fighters. Uh, his older brother fights, and his younger brother is gonna turn pro. De- is gonna pro debut soon. Uh, so there you see him with his uh, trainer uh, Robert Garcia. Isidro Ochoa lost there in Las Vegas on the Tyson Fury undercard. He's a southpaw bantamweight. Bantamweight is 122. He uh, he's from Fresno, California, and he d- does a lot of sparring with uh, ex champions or current champions like Abner Mares. And um, as Abner Mares was preparing for that fight versus Gervonta Tank Davis, he needed southpaw sparring. So uh, Isidro Ochoa fulfilled those sparring sessions for Abner Mares. Seven and one Isidro Ochoa from Fresno, promoted by Top Rank. And then Genaro El Conde Gámez, there's a typo in his last name. His last name is Gámez, G-A, uh, is 10 and one. He's already come back and got another win under his belt after taking his first L versus Luis Feliciano in 2019. He's a lightweight. Uh, he's fought some fights at 137, 137, 138 or uh, higher thereof, but he had a very decorated amateur career. He got released after five years by uh, Golden Boy Promotions, but he still has Robert Garcia as his manager, and uh, he'll be fighting on a top-ranked card here September 12th in Las Vegas. So uh, us as the boxing community, we need to, if we want things to change, then we have to uh, set the narrative, and taking it out early in your career doesn't mean that you can't have a successful boxing career every wednesday 7 p.m uh pacific standard time join d style boxing at d style boxing on instagram and g funky at g funky 84 uh on the show hispanics causing panic on the leave it in the ring network all right so dale uh good stuff right there man um hey that that gomez guy well why was he released by golden boy what what happened with that he had a five-year contract. They didn't resign him. They didn't resign him. He had a he 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 struggled making weight a couple like the last two or three fights, so um, they just let him go. Wow! And luckily, is- luck- yeah. yeah, it's a big, it's a yeah. You're right, it's huge. But luckily, he's connected with Robert, and Robert having a stable of thirty over thirty fighters. You know, Robert moves between Top Rank and PBC and Golden Boy and Matchroom now, so. So he luckily he was with Robert. Yeah, definitely. Hey guys, the ATP Uncensored is going to be live right now. I'll be joining G Funky in 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 a little bit. All right, make sure you guys go over there, man. Give a thumbs up. Give it a listen. Uh, he'll put a link out so we could you know chop it up as well. You're invited too if you have time. Something. Um, but yeah, man. Let, let me tell you something, man. That that makes me want to see him like. Beat a golden boy guy, you know now. You know? Yeah. But yeah, man, resign a guy, you know what I mean? But I get it. If things happen, you know, uh, hey, look, fighters lose early. Bernard Hopkins lost his first fight. Uh the Olympian, the Cuban guy, uh uh Robesi Ramirez lost his pro debut, you know what I mean? He just avenged it, but hey, it can happen. The great Sanchez lost early, and he's an all-time great. At the age of 23, these guys can rebound, and that is a lesson to be learned. Shout out to Sonteo. I want to thank you, man. Hey, give us some final thoughts, Sonteo, before I wrap this uh, 
ATP up, man. I think we've been caught up in that uh, Floyd Mayweather 50 and 0 uh, undefeated era, you know, and we get caught up with that. But uh, all these kids are, are all these young men, you know, took L's. There's just a perfect example that, 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 that that's in the chat and others. But um, just stay behind them. I think the, the one that lost in the most dramatic way was was Carlos Balderas. And he got dropped. And then uh, he got dropped again in another round. And you can see the kid didn't want the ref to stop it. And even when the ref finally waved it off, he, his body kind of collapsed on top of the ref. He was so, yeah. he was so drained, but um, he's from a good family. And um, he's, his, his younger brother boxes with, with him as well. He's a, another professional fighter, but um, it doesn't mean that it's the end of the road. It doesn't, you know, so all these, uh, it's just, it's, it's, just, it, it's boxing and you can get caught at any given time. And, uh, and we just gotta, we just gotta get away from that. We just gotta get away from that undefeated streak because that mentality, right? Yeah. That mentality. Exactly. I agree, man. And let me tell you something. Sometimes when guys have a tough fight, it's, this is a generation now where guys think, Oh, he had a tough fight. And I don't know if he's going to be the same. No, sometimes tough fights make guys better. Absolutely. Because you know, dominating doesn't do anything for you. You know what I mean? So that that's just the way it is. And Ignatio said it, but look, takes balls to fight in the second fight. Look, that fight made Lomachenko better, right? Lomachenko realized, hey, you know what? This ain't the amateurs. This isn't fencing with gloves. You know, they're going to hit you in the hips. They're, they're rough in there. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to put the ref, their, their back to the ref and, and hit you down low where the ref ain't seen it. You know, so that it is important to kind of know that, right? I want to thank you again, Sonthea. We could do it again next week, man, for these prospect watches. All right. Make sure Absolutely. you guys stay tuned for that. Subscribe to Sontail. Subscribe to Chief Funk 84. Hey man, hey guys, I put the link in the chat. I want to see everyone go to ATP Uncensored um right now. Okay, the link is there. I want to see like the numbers dropping now. Go to HTP uncensored. Go show Chief Monkey some love, man. I'll be over there myself in a little bit. And uh, for Sonteo and for everybody else, shout out to you. Really quick for Skinny Kitty says, if it's an American fighting the zone, non-Golden Boy, and you have not heard the zone date for them yet, you will never hear the date for them ever again on the zone. Man, is that something or what? All right, one more time. I'll put the link in the chat. Uh, this is D-Style Boxing. You have a good one, Sonteo. You too. Peace. Panic, panic, panic.